hello and welcome to Simply Technical. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Evan. Keaton's there on the end, if you're checking out on YouTube. And we got Dylan back, who is a medical marijuana card holder. And user. And user. Uh, emphasis on the holder and user. Um, <laughs> but he was on our MMA podcast. If you haven't seen it, go back and check it out. Fantastic. Actually, our highest rated video, I guess. Ooh. Highest views. Um, most likes, everything most on. Um, so make sure you check it out. It's fantastic. But we brought him back because this dude wants to talk about marijuana. And our last episode was with Hannah, and she uh, gave kind of a doctor's perspective of... PA. PA, uh, PA yeah. uh, perspective. Physician assistant uh, perspective of medical marijuana. Kind of what she's seeing a little bit. We talked a little about the research. Uh, make sure you check that out before watching this one. Um, but Dylan's kind of a rebuttal, I guess, is maybe the best. I don't know how you would describe uh, There's a lot of stuff I agree with. There's a lot of stuff that, you know. We all have our own opinions. Yeah, so. she didn't really have the answers or some stuff that was a little bit. Shaky. Shaky, yeah. Um, I mean, I just want to say right off the bat that, you know, marijuana is not for everyone. It's not, you know, there's, everyone's different. The way that it affects me is going to be a lot different than it would affect you guys. Also, in the same way that you build a tolerance with alcohol, you build a tolerance with marijuana. So if, you know, I can, you know, I smoke about, you know, I smoke every day. Usually it helps me with my training stuff. It helps me go to bed at night. Um, I'm not going to say that everyone can do that. It's not, not everyone can, you know, it, it's going to affect you a lot different. That's, I just want to make sure everyone's very clear on that. It's not a cure-all. Mm -hmm. We talked about that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not a cure-all. It's not for everyone. But if you feel that you are in a stable mindset, if it's something that, if you want to get away from the basically the pharmaceutical industry that we have already, you can kind of go that more natural way. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are pushing that agenda and there's a lot of back and forth on it uh, just because, you know, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But if you feel like you are in a decent headspace, if you feel like, you know, it's something that you would be open to try, I would say, hey, you know, give it a shot. You, a little bit goes a long way. I'm not saying go out there and just blast yourself with a huge dab or smoke a whole joint or take a huge bong rip. But a couple puffs on a joint goes a long way when it, go, when it comes to people that are new to marijuana. I'm not saying that, again, everyone doesn't need to tr go out and try weed. I'm not saying that, but if it's something that you feel that you could be open to, then I would say give it a shot. Honestly, or even just I guess I guess you're trying to say like benefit from like if you yes there are a lot of benefits um, to it, and I really believe it's more of a enhancer to life a little bit, just because I mean I don't know I don't think you guys have ever smoked, but. I'm just saying if you haven't smoked and then went to Taco Bell or 
postmated Taco Bell or Del Taco or any kind of food. I mean, food tastes great. Movies are hilarious. Music, man, I'm telling you one of my favorite things to do is to get kind of really high at the end of the day, put in my headphones and just listen to some really good music. <laughs> kind of really high. Kind of, kind of really high. Yeah. Again, different tolerances. I've been using it since I was, you know, 15. I'm not saying everyone needs to do that. I was introduced to it very, very early by some friends and it may have been a little bit too early because, you know, I don't think it's for kids. I don't think it's for teenagers or the developing mind, but a full grown adult that, you know, is in a good mental headspace. And what I mean by that is like, you know, you're not having any like psychosis issues or anything along the lines of that because it's not because weed or cannabis can make that worse. Oh, really? It can. If, if you, there's been, so. It's like you said, an enhancer. I mean, it can, you know, it's, it can make some people paranoid. And the weird thing about cannabis or weed, whatever you want to call it, is be, it affects everyone different because there's so many different strains yeah. available. Every strain kind of does something different. And there's, man, hundreds of strains, thousands maybe, in the world of different... And they all do different things? or I mean, they all get you high, but yeah. you, know, you have your sativas, your indicas, your hybrids, and those are going to be your different strains. Sativas are going to be more for the daytime or if you're wanting to be a little bit more active... Because it's going to be more of a mental kind of buzz in your head, basically. Again, it's an enhancer. Not You don't try to get high and just go do crazy things. But for me, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love to, get, I love to smoke before I do jujitsu. I can smoke a little bit, do jujitsu. Uh, those little vape pens or whatever, the mm-hmm. cartridges, they're filled with... I mean, as long as they're you know, regulated and safe, tested, everything yeah. like that, um, which is what legalization kind of helps. For the people that do choose to use cannabis or medical marijuana, whatever you want to call it again, it can, I mean, it just makes, it can make things a lot better. For but it could also make things worse is what you're also can. saying. Yes. So it's a good to, uh, like you said, make sure you're in the good, a, a good, uh, mental state yes um and stay away from edibles if you're brand new to it stay away from edibles it's a completely different thing it's more of a psychedelic if you do an edible it goes through a completely different system in the body our bodies actually have a endocannabinoid system in it so we actually most people can benefit from smoking a little bit of cannabis every now and then because it kind of helps your CB1 and CB2, your CB1 and CB2 receptors that are inside your body. It kind of, you know, it can help you. It can help stabilize the mood. It can help um, kind of stabilize the chemicals in the brain, hopefully. There's not a whole lot of research out there right now. And that's mostly because it's uh, illegal. Fred- <laughs> it's illegal federally. They're, they're classifying it the same thing as heroin. That's a huge problem. And that's... <laughs> There's no way, man. Yeah. There's no way it's in the same yeah. category at all. Well, I've never done either, so I wouldn't know. But I, I, <laughs> so, but I'm Wait, sure. Talk a little I mean, bit more about uh, you mentioned you were talking about the 
regulation of the vape pens, but you mentioned how that makes it safer. What, talk about how the legalization or non-legalization of right. marijuana would so make it safer. You guys talked, your last podcast, you guys talked about, you know, the uh, vitamin E getting inside some vape cartridges. Um, that's mostly from black market cartridges okay. that you can just buy on the street. Yeah. Now, in a fully regulated, not even a fully, but even just a regulated market, like kind of what we're getting towards now, I'm not saying the system that we have now is perfect because it's definitely not, but in the system we have now, I know that I can walk into a dispensary and, well, a good dispensary, not, there's a, there's a, there's a big difference. There's a lot of good and bad dispensaries out there. Um, you know, a lot of people are just looking at it as a cash grab because, you know, for some people it can be. And that's why no, the market's so saturated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How many businesses popped up? As yes, it's insane. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, if you really think about how many people actually use cannabis, I mean, man, I would say for most people, it's safer than ibuprofen. You know, it. I'm not saying. That's your opinion, obviously. In my yeah. opinion, yes. Um now there's different ways different (laughs) ways to consume it obviously um i don't believe smoking a joint is great for the lungs at all um i actually know that from personal experience but you know vaping it uh you like they they actually make these dry herb vaporizers now that you just put a little bit in and it kind of heats it up like on a ceramic coil and then it just turns it into water vapor (laughs) a lot healthier than smoke obviously um, probably still not the best thing, but if you're trying to get away from the pharmaceutical industry or just looking to try something different, because, you know, how ibuprofen affects me is also going to be different than how it affects Keaton mm-hmm. and you, you know, it's, even just strictly on body weight, yes. it's going to be a lot different. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and there's, fat content there's and so many different, um, factors that come into play when it comes to medicine, um, and everything like that. And that's when you go to the doctor, a lot of they have an idea of what it's going to do to you, but they they do a little trial and error in the beginning. Yes. Uh with certain drugs. I don't know, Keaton, you might be oh, I'm not super familiar. I mean, um I mean, say But they say usually they'll give you like antidepressant didn't work, they might give yes. you a different one. In, and, uh, in that from context, personal experience, you know, I was on antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds and you know, they tried putting me on an antipsychotic for me just having depression. You know, I'm not again. I'm not saying it's a cure all because it's not. You can't go to a. You can't go get a medical card and just start smoking and expect it to be. You expect you to just smoke and everything be great. And you shouldn't uh, be mixing your antidepressants with marijuana. No, I no. Um, no. Don't mix any of that together. I mean, alcohol, any any drug. You know, uh, yeah, because I've, I've heard that can really mess up your your uh, psych, psychiatric, chemistry. yeah, yes. brain chemistry. I, I bet. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not smoking smoking that. marijuana and antidepressants, yeah. um, or not smoking antidepressants, taking antidepressants and and taking marijuana, right. uh, yeah. can really can really mess with your your mental state. Yeah. Um, the from what I've heard from doctors and you you choose one, you know, and mm-hmm. stick with it. If you want to try marijuana. Take off your psychiatric drugs. Try marijuana. If it doesn't work or it works better, you know, you know, if it works better, stick with it. Um, if it if you don't like it, then you know maybe go back 
Um, there's a little bit of trial and error with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but don't cross uh, pollinate might not be the right word, but don't. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but so in Oklahoma, what is the process of getting your medical card? Okay. So and what are so what are some pros and cons? Okay. Because there's some I, and I we might have talked about this on the last one, but can't you if you have your medical card you can't get firearms? There's a it's a huge gray area. There's a way around it, but from what I understand of it is you just can't possess both cannabis on your on your person and your firearm at the same time. That's what I was told that I couldn't do. I couldn't have both on me at the same time, but I mean I don't I don't carry a gun, you know. I don't have a reason to, but your so, body's a weapon. Right. <laughs> I, uh, at this point. Uh, uh, but so I've heard I've heard that you can't have you can't buy firearms and maybe that's through a um, maybe for non-gun people this might not make any sense but uh, FFL through a dealer um, you can still buy from private purchase is my understanding um, so so FFL is like, from my understanding whenever you fill out the paperwork to purchase a, a, a firearm, firearm. Mm-hmm. it asks you if you are a drug user or if you abuse drugs um I feel like if you're medically licensed and you are responsible, then you're you, not a drug. Exactly. Well, I mean, it is a drug. I mean, yeah. but caffeine's a drug. You know, it's not. It's vague, it's vague in that area. It's a then. very big gray area. It's a poorly worded question mm-hmm. on there, um, and I don't. I mean, honestly, if it was me, I'm just leaving it blank. You know, I'm not gonna answer that, and you know, my medical history is a little bit. I'm not gonna yeah. just share that. Yeah. You know, with that, so. Um, but as far as the process of getting a medical marijuana card, um, there are a bunch of places that have kind of popped up that are basic, basically you call, set an appointment, you walk in, you talk to a uh, physician who's registered under the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Association or OMMA, um, they will talk to you for a little bit about why you would like want to try cannabis. Um, and then there's Oklahoma, the way the law is worded, Oklahoma has zero requirements on what, or zero, the, the way it's worded, man, it's so weird. There's, no prerequisites prerequisites okay yes mm-hmm. as far as you have to make meet these boxes yes. and check them off you can walk in there and talk to the doctor and you know say hey i have allergies i want to try medical marijuana the doctor you'll pay the doctor cash so it's not through insurance okay well it's it can't be through insurance because it's not federally it's not a federal thing insurances they aren't ever going to recognize it until it's legalized on the federal level they still probably wouldn't even recognize they might because that's a lot of money that that's bring in because insurance companies would just obviously raise their prices and you know there's a lot of money that they can bring in on that if they just look at it and cap try to capitalize i'm not saying it's good for the general consumer for insurance purposes yeah um so you pay cash pay cash pay the doctor Usually it's anywhere from, I've seen, the cheapest I've seen is about 50 bucks up to 150. 
whenever medical marijuana became first available here in Oklahoma, it was, you know, there's places trying to charge $200 just to bring in cash. Um, the doctor will approve your recommendation. Or dis- uh, I guess they can disprove? I've never seen them to disprove. Okay. Okay. And that's the part where I say that I'm not, you know, I don't really agree with. The way that's written. Yeah, the law. What's the age on? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. You can. You just have to be eighteen. So you can buy marijuana, but you can't buy cigarettes. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Cigarettes, but you can't buy legally. Uh, Wait, can you? You, They raised the age to twenty-one. They they changed it to twenty-one. Yeah, you can buy cigarettes, but you or you can buy weed, but you can't buy cigarettes. It's wild. Probably. Weed is probably a little safer in some respects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely safer. Um, But then you. So you get approved? Um, mm-hmm. Yes. The the doctor will give you your recommendation. And since you went to that shop, most of them will fill out your online paperwork for OMMA. Um, it's like OMMA.gov or whatever. You create your account. You upload your doctor's recommendation. Uh, fill out a bunch of questions. You'll take your picture. And then it used to take about two weeks. Now I think they have it at about five days. They'll send you your card in the mail. That's a great uh, government act. Well, yeah, right. Um, from there, you get your medical card, and you know you can go to your dispensaries. Now, there's the way the dispensaries work. You just have to basically pay a uh, pay for a license to own a dispensary here in Oklahoma. Now, there's a bunch of rules and regulations as far as like the building and safety and security and everything like that because they just don't want anyone coming in and robbing the place which you know has happened it's a lot of weed and a lot of money i mean there's a lot of people that are doing that you know and that's why you see these security guards armed security guards at dispensaries now um stimulating the economy yeah yeah see it's a plus (laughs) is it taxed really high yeah i mean i believe as of right now oklahoma's brought in man i want to say millions of dollars yeah. in tax revenue. I don't I don't remember if it's in the tens of millions or hundreds of millions yet, but it's definitely you know bringing in a lot of money. Now, I don't know what the money what the state's doing with all that money yeah. because you know the roads still suck, but um there's a lot of dispensaries out there and okay, here's something that I kind of want to talk about is yeah. there's a lot of regulations that dispensaries are supposed to have one of them in being testing there's a lot of testing that is supposed to be done before you can actually sell the product sell you know the cannabis uh whether it be flour or uh edibles cartridges whatever um to the way that they the way that these testing facilities are ran because they're unregulated a lot of them are okay with forging the numbers and a lot of people don't know this you know you'll slide some cash under the table and i sell i say hey evan here's some can you test my weed for me and can you maybe bump up the numbers a little bit like as far as the thc content the cbd content the cannabinoid content inside the product this is more rampant in like colorado california because it's such a loosely regulated market there that i'm 
one of the big concerns for me is I don't want Oklahoma to follow suit on that because then that does hurt everyone. It hurts the patient. Yeah, that hurts the patient because say you go to one dispensary and you get yes. uh, marijuana and it had a certain level of uh, yeah. content in yeah. it. Yeah, THC, yeah. Whatever, whatever you need. I mean, every person requires different amounts of stuff, you know. Like for me, I like higher THC strains. I like the more psychoactive effect. But for you, you know, you could get a lower THC strain, but a higher CBD. Let's say you have a really hard workout, something like that. Your muscles are sore. You just kind of want some relief. At the end of the day, you know, you uh, vape a little CBD THC cartridge, hit it a couple times, and, you know, you're going to feel that effect. Um, more of the high coming on, but it sh- it's going to help with, like, the inflammatory in- anti-inflammatory benefits and everything that comes with uh, cannabis and everything like that. You know, you'd be able to be able. So when you go to uh, a different dispensary, it could be a different level, even though it says it's the same. Well, I don't believe, I don't believe Oklahoma's at that level yet, but it's something that I would be very concerned about. So when you go to a dispensary, stick with a good one if you have a good one, is if, what you're saying? If you, I would say find a dispensary that you trust and stick with it. Yeah. You know, most people, there's a lot of dispensaries that have popped up that are looking for cash. That's all they're in it for. I mean, it's kind of like uh, the supplement in- industry mm-hmm. yeah. in, a, in a way. I mean, most of the supplement industry is a little caffeine p- pill. Makes you feel a little bit good. You don't even realize it, but mm-hmm. you have to find those people who have been, you know, uh, reg- not they're not regulated at all, but have certifications from mm-hmm. X company that is mm-hmm. an actual legit company. Well, I mean, the the main thing that has to happen is it has to be regulated. Yeah. You know, because there's always going to be there's bad people in the world. Let's face yeah. it. You know, there's bad people that do bad things. There's people that are greedy, and they just want money. You know, they're not looking out for the patient or the user you know i believe personally i believe it's going to be legalized everywhere within the next at least three years i think you know i mean i don't i'd say medically for sure recreationally will probably be maybe a couple years after that yeah i mean once you know a lot of there's a lot of arguments out there of hey weed makes you lazy stuff like that and i believe it i was gonna ask you about this mostly dependent upon the person yeah. You know, I mean, if you're a lazy person, weed's probably going to make you even more lazy. <laughs> you know, it's not for everyone. So what you said, being an enhancer is, you know, true basically across the board for whatever it is. I would say so. I mean, that's the way I've always looked at it. You know, if I want to be really lazy, then I can smoke a strain that's going to make me really lazy. If I want to be energetic, I can go smoke a strain that's going to help me be super energetic. So... I looked up the tax. The state assesses this is from OklahomaWatch.org. Uh, the state assesses a seven percent uh, exercise tax on medical marijuana, in addition to other state and local sales tax. State share goes towards uh, running the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority. Any excess revenues are split between the General Revenue Fund for Education and the Oklahoma State Department of Health for Drug and Alcohol Rehabilitation Programs. So. So it, the tax is going to something good, yeah. decent. Um, Two good things. Definitely really good for the education. We <laughs> and that. The, I think one of the important things that people don't realize is people were going to smoke whether it was passed or not. Yes, and that's one of the big things. I mean, whether it's legal or not, it's 
people are going to smoke. People are going to use drugs. And we know? talked about this in the last podcast, mm-hmm. but um, it's in people. Like I said, people are going to smoke, and now it's uh, regulated in the sense that you're not going to get bad uh, as bad of stuff or bad Dangerous. stuff. Dangerous. Um, I, mean, I don't know how often illegal weed was laced with other things. I mean, I know that we see the big time celebrities that maybe OD on yeah, well, like on okay. on harder yeah, things, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know if it's usually if it was laced because the argument against being laced with something is well that weed is going to be extremely expensive because that those other drugs are even more expensive than well, weed. Well, here's yeah. I mean, that's the big thing about you know people saying that their weed was laced. Um, you know. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Weed's cheap. It's a plant. Anyone can grow it. You give me some some sun, some water, water, and, and <laughs> some nutrients. I'm going to be able to grow some weed, you know, or cannabis, whatever you want. Again, whatever you want to call it. Um, but to put hard drugs on that, it doesn't make sense. Like a waste of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would obviously be like, hey, why is why are you giving me this, and why is it so expensive? Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I'm used to because the drug paying. dealer's not going to want to lose like a, like a ton of money. Man. It's <laughs> well, a boogeyman uh, argument, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've never met a drug dealer that was like out to hurt me. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> they've always been really cool. I've always been good friends with them. But now that we're in a legal market, I don't have to go through that black market to, you know, get what I want. Oh, I've heard it today. Yeah, I mean, it drove the prices down for right, your drug like, dealers. <laughs> and you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't like to drink. I don't, I don't consume alcohol, you know, on a regular basis. For fun or pleasure? I mean, I don't, I don't try to, That's you know, every thing. now and then I'll have a shot or I'll have a beer or whatever, but more of like in a social setting. I don't, I'm not just actively out there just looking for alcohol. I prefer marijuana. I mean, that's just, it works for me. It helps me in a way. And I'm not saying it's for everyone. Again, I, I know I've said that a thousand times. Well, that's important. I think that's important. It's, it's very important, you know, but if you're curious, if you're, you know, wanting to, then find, find someone that's going to help you do that in a safe way. Yeah. You know, if you're wanting to try it, but. So what other things would you change about the Oklahoma law? So you said maybe regulate a little bit more when it comes to the content of the weed, like the testing, testing. I mean, I'm not saying that they're already doing that. Because, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I know it's a big problem in California right now. We don't want to progress or regress to that. No. I mean, we don't want to bring black market stuff into a new, fresh market that's out, you know? We want to basically keep everything safe for the patient at the end of the day. Uh, Another question I had about uh, how much can you have on you with your card? So legally, I'm allowed to walk around with three ounces. Now I don't know if you know how. How about in the metric system? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you... <laughs> I don't know if you know what three ounces of marijuana looks like, but it's a lot. It's a lot of you know, and it's about a gallon baggie. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, for, really? It, I mean, not for an ounce, you could probably fill like a gallon bag, probably a quarter of the way, maybe like th- a third of the way. Okay. But if you Per volume, so yeah. it's about a about a an yeah. ounce is about a quarter. Pretty, you could probably pull up a picture if you go to the images. Let's see. Um, but but that's a, quite a bit. It's a lot. I'm eighty five yeah. grams. 
three ounces. Yeah, and that's a know, lot of little baggies. That's, yeah, that's that's a lot of little baggies. Yeah, um, I know baggies from Breaking Bad. So. <laughs> Not from personal use. <laughs> but you know, you can carry up to three ounces of flour on you. You can also carry. Actually, hold on. Let me. Um. So three ounces is quite a bit. Is somebody just going to walk around with three ounces on I don't, them at any I mean, time? Really? I don't believe so. But I mean, know, I guess in your car, you can drive with it in your car. You mm-hmm. just, you know, can't have it. You can't walk around with it in your pocket. Readily. Well, I mean, you can. You, I mean. Well, I guess it's three. Yeah, your three yeah, ounces I is mean, three ounces. Um, you'd probably need a backpack or a fanny pack. But uh, three ounces of. Oh, so it says on your card. Yeah, it oh, okay. has everything here on the back of it. Um. Watch out for law enforcement. Right. <laughs> One ounce of uh, concentrated cannabis, which is more of like your dab material, okay. which an ounce of that. I mean, that's that's a lot of money for that. Um, You can have about 72 ounces of edible marijuana and you can have up to 72, 72 ounces of edible. <laughs> oh, OK. So, so yeah, edible, so edible. So, so like brownies, cookies, gummy so that, bears. That's not. That's not just necessarily the weed in it. That's no, no, no. that's also includes everything. the other material, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other ingredients. Um, and then you would have, and then you can actually have up to eight ounces of cannabis in oh. your home. Okay. So that's a lot. So you yeah. can carry three with you at all times, but you can have eight at your home or residence. Okay. You know, um, there's also a bunch of other rules and are you, stipulations and stuff. Are you legally allowed to share with others? Not. You're not supposed to. No. Okay. You know, even if even if they're if they're a card holder, are you allowed to? No. Okay. You're, it's your. That's yours. You keep medicine. it yourself. It's your medicine. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. You know, my girlfriend has her card. I have mine. We basically share. You know, we put our money together and you know we use together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying it's legal, but you know I don't think anyone's gonna come busting down my door for it. You know, most likely not. Uh, after all the thousands of people that'll watch this. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. About 10,000. About 10, <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, actually, go ahead. I was just going to say, so you can't share, um, or you're not supposed to share. Uh, like I said, I'm not saying it, didn't, it doesn't happen. Um, we asked a question about driving on the last podcast. Not recommended. Not recommended, but legally you illegal can. yeah it's okay. it's it's considered a dui you okay. know i'm not saying people don't drive stone there's like a bunch of studies that are coming out about how bad it actually is or it's actually going in the opposite way pro okay. i'm how it's okay yeah you know off the record i could talk about that a little bit more but yeah you're yeah. fine yeah um it's more of a tolerance thing they're doing a bunch of studies um in more of the legal states they're allowed to you know mm-hmm. do some studies and do a lot more research there um they're finding that you know it doesn't really impair as driving. much as they think or that at all but, well i mean you know if you know if you do it and drive it's going to impair you a lot yeah but if i do it and drive you know because well because i mean if i took a little a little yeah, bit it might little not bit. be as yeah, bad yeah it but, may not be as crazy but, but i mean it just depends on how it affects you too you know yeah. if you have like men- i don't know your family history obviously mm-hmm. but if you have like mental illness in the family you know then i wouldn't recommend you do it yeah you know but I and mean, you probably like, shouldn't have operate heavy machinery no uh, not at all i mean that's one of the big things is um there's a lot of people that are angry about that that they can get fired for using 
medical marijuana off the job, you know, when, but I mean, you can, I know people that work oil field that go get blackout drunk every weekend, you know, and then they come back the day after and they're working these really dangerous equipment. And well, I mean, I guess the lasting effects of, it's not the lasting effects. It's the fact, probably the fact that you can't necessarily tell if someone's high or not. And They're, they have no proof except for... Well, a job is going to look for any reason. If you have a workplace accident, yes. a job is, or your work is going to look for any reason to not have to pay. Not blame themselves. And that's, yeah. exactly. and that's part of the issue. And that's one of the things that it being illegal federally kind of hurts. You know, if it becomes... When it becomes legal federally, those people that operate heavy machinery, they're going to be able to use because the, the laws are going to change. Stuff is going to change, and they're going to be able to use, they're going to be able to hopefully choose it over alcohol if they feel like it's a better choice for them. And, you know, at the end of the day, the worst thing I've ever done, Evan, is just eat a whole pizza to myself. <laughs> no, I'm not bag, worried about it. Eat a whole bag of you, Doritos. Like, I'll tell I've you never... the argument that, I guess, convinced me to, like, flip sides on, on it being legal mm-hmm. was the fact that someone was like, so many people die from alcohol per year, and mm-hmm. no one dies from marijuana. I mean, there's probably been deaths, but not, like directly, crate, not directly attributed a of, to it. A crate of marijuana falls on you. <laughs> yeah, and the or and the fact that like you, if you worked say in an ER, you get drunk fights all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't get high fights. <laughs> you don't get. You it, don't get a. Unless you don't get the bomb over the head. It'd be it'd be very hard to get angry. Yeah, you know it's it's hard to get angry. You're kind of happy you're just happy you know and or at least i am you know just seems like alcohol is way more dangerous but my my argument against that not necessarily that alcohol isn't dangerous but we always use the concept well this is passed we should pass this because it's not as dangerous i'm not saying we shouldn't be legal for recreation or um medical use but i don't think a good argument is well this is already passed we should pass this. That's definitely not no, a good argument. Not an argument. But if but we, we'll use it. <laughs> if if we're able to do a lot more research, actually, I don't know why it wouldn't be a good argument. Well, I mean, you could argue that alcohol should be outlawed. Yes, and it used to be. <laughs> it should be. I mean, on the basis of it's I mean, not good for whatever you. the basis no. that mar- marijuana was originally outlawed, alcohol could probably be. <laughs> Alcohol could probably be outlawed on that same merit. Not, I mean, the conspiracies aside, what what was their actual excuse for outlawing it in the first place? So, when was prohibition? I don't remember. In the, like nineteen nineteen or something. I don't. Okay, think. so it was probably banned about the same time. Yeah. Because uh, I looked up before the podcast started, marijuana was banned in the thirties. Nineteen thirties. I I don't know exactly when prohibition was. It uh, uh, that's my. I'm not. I don't. I don't even remember what. Uh, what was it? Amend, not amendment was it? What law was? It was probably about that same time. Um. So they were just trying to ban stuff because overreaching government. Um. Big overreaching government, and you know, there's a lot of stuff targeting the. African American communi- communities back in that time, because uh, you know, back in that time they were predominantly users. You know, that kind of helped them with the jazz music. So, 
the best music there is. The best music there is. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like anything that's on the top 40. I pretty much right. like um, If jazz is on the top 40, then I'll probably like it. If, but, if but, it becomes legal federally, or when it becomes legal federally, we're going to be able to do a lot more testing on it. Yeah, no, I think that is very important. That and is probably the biggest that's thing that the I'm for. biggest thing that it needs. You it needs randomized. Whether you're pro or con, you know, if we're able to do testing on it, then we can actually figure out the facts. Yeah. We can see the long-term benefits or cons, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your stance on it, you know. I just like data. I like good data. Exactly. Um, and right now we're not able to get that because it's illegal. They're, again, comparing it to heroin. Yeah. And uh, many other drugs. Yes. <laughs> that are yeah, but I kind of want to go back to why it's not a good argument versus okay. why it is. So, okay, on the merits that it's recreationally legalized, I think it's a good argument. On the merits that it's medically legalized, it is not a good argument. So there's two different two different sides to this. And right now – I mean, I think the re- I think the research needs to be further developed for the medical side. I mean, I, I agree with it being medically legalized because there are cases where it needs to like we've seen there are people that benefit a lot of very... anecdotes of the seiz- the ch- kids with seizures that are able to recover. Uh, there's studies on cancer patients with uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with RSO oil or Rick Simpson. Uh-uh. Oil. I'm not familiar with Is anything medical. The... Uh, it's like the, it's the purely concentrated version of okay basically there was a guy named rick simpson who developed this oil that helps kill cancer cells yeah and he's given it to thousands of people and there's thousands of testimonies saying that it's helped them with cancer now with what you were saying on I can I can argue medical, this. No, I, yes. <laughs> now with what you were saying as far as the medical versus recreational thing. Yeah. Personally, I believe that people are only pushing the medical agenda of it because it's easier to get people to see those behind. benefits. It's a lot easier to get people to like you said stand behind it. Yeah. Hey, we're seeing all these testimonies of cancer patients of seizure patients anxiety anxiety depression uh people with arthritis severe pain that they're using a bunch of pills Mm -hmm. for every day that you know you could replace all that with you know a joint or a vape or an edible so i did read a little bit right before we came over about the actual medical trials that they have so far as f- to my knowledge the most so they, you want an, a randomized control trial mm-hmm. for any medication and it, they haven't had much with marijuana but what they have had is in the context of pain and it has seen been seen to be very successful which obviously who wouldn't choose that over opioids exactly and that i mean that's part of the thing you know that's part of the agenda that you know pro users and pro activists are pushing you know hey why can't we have this as an option why can't we why do i have to put legal heroin and methamphetamines in my body when i can just choose a natural plant Mm -hmm. why why would i do that i mean that's a big argument i'm not saying anything's wrong with you know the pharmaceutical industry if you're a conspiracy theorist then obviously you're gonna believe otherwise but (laughs) 
I'll I'll destroy you if you're if anyone's a conspiracy theorist. Comment come and, to, and yeah, come debate me. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are definitely some problems. I mean, there's huge problems in the well, there's problems in everything. Huge problems in the pharmaceutical industry. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, there's problems with everything. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a matter of opinion and a matter of perspective. You know, you're in the medical field, correct? Yeah. So well, kind of, kind of research, but the research yeah. part of it. So I'm not in that. And Evan's a, a mechanical engineer. Exactly. So our opinions are all going to be different. Yeah. And we know? all have different backgrounds, mm-hmm. uh, growing up, uh, in different, different tiers of, uh, economic class, uh, different areas, mm-hmm. uh, different, uh, college, uh, experiences, mm-hmm. uh, different experience for yeah. lunch today. You exactly. know, might, I mean, might change your viewpoint on anything. So. Every everyone's different, you know. And you know, my thing is, is why not give people the opportunity to try? Yeah, the option. So, so back to with optionality and the medical side. So, where I see it's very important to legalize this and say other this could medical marijuana could be a stepping stone for other more personalized drugs. I say that with, like, quotes, uh, because, so, the fact that for seizure patients, it seems that there's there's some subset of seizure patients who are, like, basically cured by medical marijuana, but there's also a subset that aren't. Yeah. There's some genetic difference or mechanistic difference in that disease, but that, and if that was a randomized controlled trial, it probably wouldn't get through FDA approval just because, <laughs> because it doesn't help other people. That's the problem right now. And I hope that, I hope that because of medical marijuana, other drugs that are becoming more personalized will be seen to be like, oh, okay, wait, this helps this subset of patients. Maybe we need to figure out what this is with this subset and figure out what the difference is between these two and then just prescribe it for these people. So that's, that's my big, uh, excitement on where this is going because I hope it will help other well, industries. One of the big things that I'm hoping for that can happen whenever it becomes legalized for on the federal level, we're going to be able to put, I'm hoping that they're going to put millions of dollars into research Yeah, and really breaking down what strains do what. Yeah. Now, when it comes to medical marijuana, um, there's terpenes in it. Um, these terpenes are going to be what gives you what specific effects whenever you smoke a specific strain. So, and there's also going to be medical benefits from these terpenes. Some people will call it terps. Um, those terpenes, what I'm hoping whenever it becomes legal on a on the federal level is that we're going to be able to lock down those terpenes in either and this is just my crazy theory with it because i think science is awesome and i think we have the power to do this because you know we're able to pretty much do whatever yeah because we're the united states but yes (laughs) number one (laughs) yikes um (laughs) Anyway, sorry, go ahead. If we take those, if we're able to research the specific terpenes and break it down to like a molecular molecular level, yeah. I'm hoping that we're able to, you know, develop more efficient and more efficient or a more synthetic version that is going to be more beneficial to everyone. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's possible, 
But, you know, if we're able to make, like, human hybrids, again, to the conspiracy theorists, um, we're able to make human hybrids over in China, we should be able to do something along the lines of that. And then really... Human hybrids. <laughs> watch Joe Pig Rogan. Pig hybrids? <laughs> Anyways, watch Joe Rogan. Um, I, I, I've seen that episode, but, yeah. But if we're able to put that research, that money into it, and, you know maybe then we can really start seeing the medical benefits to it and maybe the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical industry will hop on board oh yeah i mean you've they'll hop got, on board as soon you've as you've already legal. got a, well i mean you've already got some pharmaceutical company like gw pharmaceuticals yeah has hopped right on that uh train i think they are developing their own i don't, mm-hmm. I don't know the the vocab for it it's I don't know if it's a strain or if it's a synthetic. Man, I mean, well, I mean, there's already a pill out there that yeah. you know they use uh, marijuana in, uh, yeah. and it's been legal and prescribed for probably years now. I remember my uncle; he actually uh, died of cancer, but they prescribed him a little pill that had marijuana in it to <laughs> use, so it would help him with his hunger. You know, so there are they're using it already. It's just why are we not? putting in more research to it to really see what benefits there are well i think once it becomes legal money will be poured in like crazy mainly because of taxes i I think tax in the i hope so i mean even in oklahoma the tax is going towards a lot Mm -hmm. of i believe research i think i think a lot of research will come in because people are so passionate about this Mm -hmm. and once it's legalized that's gonna open up labs immediately Mm -hmm. because as you said it being illegal has severely limited the uh, ability to get patients to do controlled right. trials on yeah so once those handcuffs are off there's there's such a large amount of and i think people are willing to, to go through the trials yeah and people are oh, yeah 100 yeah, well i mean <laughs> well free weed <laughs> most most users you know they don't have any negative benefits besides you know being lazy sometimes if that's what if that's who they are as a person yeah you know i know Man, I know so many people that are doctors, nurses, uh, lawyers, all types of different demographics that are using it. All different types of races that I know that are using it. You know, so it's not... They're using it anyway, so why are we not putting money into it? Let's find out what what, what the real benefits are. Um, we're getting kind of close to the end here. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know if you have any more questions. I got one question. Ask him. Uh, I have one question. It might take us down a rabbit hole, so we'll have to cut it off. Well, uh, I mean, I got one question. (laughs) Mine should be pretty quick. Okay, yeah. Why are – I see all these organizations, um, specifically NCAA, NFL, uh, with athletes that are using it. They mainly use for probably anxiety anxiety, and – Pain, correct? Pain, uh, anti-inflammation, you know, and workout, workout stuff, man. You get hit, you get sore. Yeah. Um, obviously, that the marijuana benefits them a lot more mm-hmm. um, than those other drugs. A lot safer than other drugs. Um, when might not be really a question, but I mean, I guess when the when it federally becomes legal for medical use and even recreationally. I guess those programs are they waiting for federal? I'm honestly, oh, yeah, they, I'm they're just waiting for federal to say it's okay. I don't honestly, I don't know what they're waiting on. I mean, ultimately, that would be the big thing. But in the states that where it is legal, like I mean, 
Because, I mean, there's a lot of football players that, like, live in California. Yeah, what's his face? Uh, yeah. Got caught. I can't, why can't I remember his name? He's, Josh Gordon? Yes, the one who yeah. always goes He, he got banned, like, media. three or four times Yeah, from the and then NFL. he moved to California, yeah. I think, was where he was playing. And, and he was playing for Cleveland for a little bit and then the and Patriots. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, all those, like, NFL teams have their own kind of policies on that. I don't know how strict they actually I know the are NFL is very strict. Like, the actual the head organization. Hmm. I don't know about each individual team. Um, but and the NCAA is obviously very obviously with OU um, they're very (laughs) anti-marijuana and they almost treat it like it's a a performance enhancing drug I mean they're all on performance enhancing drugs (laughs) I'm not going to say it's not like I said I do jujitsu on it I love doing jujitsu on it I feel like it's better my jujitsu is better whenever I'm rolling high or stoned or whatever well, you feel like it when you're doing it because you might <laughs> well i mean what are, i mean i've watched like my videos of me rolling high and you know i i'm more creative whenever like on the ground with my moves with i'm more creative with my setups it allows me to be it allows me to kind of open my mind to do that type of stuff you know and then i'm not worried about the big heavy person laying on me because i don't care i don't care that he's laying on me i'm gonna be able to work out of that position and go from there. But back to what you were saying, I think there's just a lot of people that don't have an open mind on it. I feel like they just hate it. They, they have their, their viewpoint. Since every, every there's single... people that do hate it. And again, I don't know why. It's not affecting them. Just how the world is all polarized. You can't, you can't be in the middle. You can't be... you got to go in one side every time. Right. It's ridiculous. You can't just let people be happy. Yeah. Let them do what they want to do. You know, but that that's how I would answer that is, you know, I just think there's a lot of misinformed people that don't have the correct information and maybe they're not looking at it with an open mind that too. And, you know, it being illegal on a federal level, that kind of changes a lot of things. You know, if you have the government saying, hey, we're comparing it to heroin, like it's not. Yeah. What are we doing? (laughs) You know? Keaton, what was your question? You said it might be a rabbit hole, but... Uh, I actually have two questions. One's okay. more of a joke. Uh, so the first one is um, CBD versus THC. Just a quick... You need both. Synopsis. Okay. You need both. And the... More of the, like, anti-inflammatory side, the, the like, health benefits side has been... Seems to be leaning more towards CBD, while the psychoactive and... So... There was actually a study that I read through uh, the wonderful book of Face, uh, Facebook, for people that don't get that. Yeah, sorry. Um, (laughs) Facebook. um, Mm -hmm. That, I don't know how accurate it was, but apparently you need both. You need both the more CBD and the THC, THC side to really get the full benefits now, if you're looking for more anti-inflammatory stuff, more stuff for like arthritis, aches and pains, I've been told that CBD is good for that. But at the end of the day, having both is a lot better. Having both the CBD and the THC. Now, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's like tons of different cannabinoids on. There's it's more. Been chemi- a long time there's a lot since... of there's a lot of chemicals that make up marijuana you know there's a bunch of different cannabinoids cbd cbg uh thc cbn like there's a bunch of different stuff that makes up the plant yeah you know chemical wise 
all of that together kind of, you know, again, that goes back to what I was saying earlier. If we're able to extract those specific things and, you know, put them in a readily available container, capsule, cartridge, whatever, and allow people to use that, then it's going to be better for everyone overall, in my opinion, you know? We're going to be able to really see the the true benefits of it that I believe that there are. Mm-hmm. Again, my opinion. A lot of people, you know, we could do research and find out that, hey, it's terrible for you. It, you shouldn't be doing it. You know, we could find that. I'm not saying I don't think we will because I don't. I, but, I'm, yeah. but I would rather find out than, I mean, if it's yeah. helping certain people, then. Well, with all the, the people. The only negative thing I could see coming about research is the, uh, a like longevity study say 30 years of someone smoking maybe maybe that has well, negative effects i mean 30 years of smoking is probably, probably not a, good on the lungs yes, with no yes, matter what yeah. i mean but even if you're just sitting around a fire for every yeah. day oh, for yeah. 30 I mean, years yeah. consuming smoke's bad well uh, let me change it uh edible they say you did had edibles every couple days for 30 years probably maybe something down the line we'll see i don't know so i'll go down that little rabbit hole real quick since edibles and i'm gonna be quick about this because i know so edibles are completely different they go through a completely different process in the body you uh, metabolize it you can metabolize the thc through your liver and it becomes more of a psychoactive chemical um which a lot of people in high doses will compare to psychedelics they'll compare edibles or high high uh milligram edibles as uh you know shrooms and acid you know and that's not and that is true so don't do edibles if you're new (laughs) if you're going to do an edible do very low amounts like five ten milligrams don't if you're not used to that you can mess your brain up you can seriously mess your brain up there's been study there's been people that and you know this is probably one of the negative things about weed or marijuana is people don't know people just you know make their edibles or give edibles to their friends they don't know how much is in that they don't know how that's going to affect them so don't give edibles to your friends it's bad especially to your friends that don't smoke weed yeah because you can hurt them you can put you can mess their brain up forever and there's no coming back from that because we can't we don't have the technology to fix people's brains yet so um, keen's working on it Hey. But I do, I do think you have, make a good point of, because um, you said edible, it, that could go, like you said, it goes through your liver. Yeah, it, it's a um, it could, process. It could hurt your liver in some aspect. Uh, no, it's it's good for your, it's not bad for the liver. It just metabolizes through the liver okay. and it gives you a different high. Yeah. And, well, I'm just saying like yeah. it could affect, you know, like we don't know how it affects right. you internally besides yeah. smoking obviously is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's a house fire or you're smoking right. a cigarette. Yeah. Or, you know, putting things in your lungs that shouldn't be there mm-hmm. is not good. Right. Um, not you, natural. Not natural. No, but if you do compare it to, like, you know, a pack-a-day smoker, <laughs> it's a little bit different. Yeah. Weed's probably going to be, hey, a lot better than... Well, I mean, c- cigarettes have a lot yes. of different things in them yes. that will go into your lungs. A lot of chemicals. But, um, and that could be an argument of why mm-hmm. weed is better for you smoking yeah. than... We just need the research. Yeah. We need the we need the research. At the Keaton, end of the day, that's what it. it comes down to. What about uh, psychedelics? No, I'm just Big <laughs> fan. <laughs> Open your mind. All right. What is this? Uh, the Matrix. We're in a simulation. 
open your mind. There's some people that believe we are. I'm not saying we are, but there's some people that believe we are. That, uh, well, I'm talking about, there, is that what you're referring to? Is that quote from uh, Matrix? Where he's like, open, open your mind. No, and then, oh, I okay. thought it sounded cool. Oh, okay. I, that was, I like talking in a mic, so like, <laughs> open your mind. Like, I feel okay. like the listeners are going to really like that. So. Yeah, especially if they're high. If they're high, hey, hit me up. You're going to smoke. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, Dylan, for coming on. Thank you guys for um, having It's always a pleasure. Um, like I said, uh, I don't know if I said on the before, but I know I said it before the podcast. I don't know if I said it on the beginning. I'm going to try and get a police officer yeah. on to finish out the series, kind of round it out. Um, and if you think Dylan missed something, comment below or reach out to us and say, hey, Dylan, did you think about this? Or Evan Keaton, you guys are idiots. You don't smoke weed. And here's why you should. You don't know what you're talking about. And guys, I'm not a professional. I'm not an expert. I'm just a user. That's, that's all it is. I'm, I don't know everything. This is just my mind and what I've read and what I've seen. Everything's probably not super factual, but it's just from my perspective. It's just a discussion. Yeah, just a discussion. discussion from my perspective. And that's that's the point. One of the points is having a good discussion. Yes. Um, and bring up things that you know some of us might not have thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, thanks for thanks for stopping by, Dylan. It's always a pleasure. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, check us out on social media. Check out Dylan, uh, the Viking MMA on Twitter. On Twitter. Um, when's your next fight? I'm hoping I'm hoping June, man. June. I'm hoping okay. I'm hoping I'm wanting to fight before my birthday again. Okay. You know, uh, I messed up my back, had some stuff happen at home that you know I've had to take some time off yeah. to fix. But now we're we're back. Everything's we're back. good. Back.